From DSAS's Slugcast, my name is Jenna Hards. The Strauss Foundation recently announced that Matt Siosin, a legal studies undergraduate at UC Santa Cruz, was one of 14 student scholars selected for their $15,000 scholarships and funding award. Siosin was selected because of his work with the organization Walls to Bridges, a UC undergraduate funded group. Siosin currently serves as the Walls to Bridges director. Kind of, you, you spoke about projects and all of that. So what exactly is the project that, you know, you were involved in as a student leader? Sure thing. So I'm the current director of the Wallster Bridges Book Project. We are a student-run, um, volunteer-led, uh, nonprofit organization um, founded by UCSC students. So um, again, we are the Walls to Bridges Book Project. And our kind of mission is to send books to children on behalf of their incarcerated family members. Typically that means um, fathers, but it also means mothers and uncles, grandparents sometimes. Um, and basically we started in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, when COVID-19 hit US prison systems, um, they very quickly closed all the visiting rooms and limited phone calls home to limit contact points. Um, and as it happens, that really puts a strain on the relationships of some of these system impacted families, which were already pretty tough um, even before COVID hit and visiting rooms were open. And so we kind of started as a way to help keep these families together and keep um, parents, uncles, brothers, sisters connected with their family members on the outside um, through the gift of books because many of them are unable to, you know, even communicate at all during this time. And so incarcerated folks write letters to us and send it to our PO box and we take those um, process requests and get some books out to their kids on behalf of them. Um, and if the guardian of the child on the outside is interested, they're also welcome to send us a picture um, of their child holding the book, smiling, and we actually take that photo and send it back into the prison to the incarcerated parent who originally asked us to participate. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that's totally part of it. Um, you know, we often see that, um, you know, fortunately, um, conversations about mass incarceration and you know, system issues are like being had more and more in the United States nowadays. Um, but very often in these conversations, we leave out the family and we leave out the kids. That's, that's really amazing. I mean, I obviously, I think that this program does not only a lot for those families, but also in terms of like outreach and awareness for problems that exist within that system. Yeah, I think all of that is really important. Um, on a kind of more personal topic like how did you specifically become involved in this organization you know what is your story with this totally so i was brought on um just as a volunteer um i believe towards the end of last summer um by our founder Alyssa tambora um Alyssa originally started the walls to bridges book project as an offshoot organization from the original walls to bridges project in which she had um, created a program which mediated between family members on the outside and, and incarcerated family members on the inside of prison systems. Um, 
And so she had actually been awarded the Strauss Foundation Scholarship, um, I believe a year or two before I was for her original um, Walter Bridges project. And so Alyssa is graduating this year. She is off to Yale Law School next year and she's taking a step back. And so I had always worked closely with her um, and she had kind of taught me the way the book projects run. Um, taught me leadership skills, things like that, as we had been going. And she had passed the baton to me a few months ago um, as she's, you know, taking a step back to prepare for law school. And I've been directing it ever since. That's great. You know, having a mentor like that could be really helpful. And I I mean, congrats to her for Yale Law School as well. That's great. Yeah, Yale, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Alyssa's a superstar. I love her so much. Um, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, just out of curiosity, do you have any like you know specific stories that you'd like to share from like your time with the organization? Oh yeah, um, totally. I might have to take some time to think. One that immediately comes to my mind is, um, you know, part of our process is when incarcerated folks write us letters to participate in our program. They include the phone number. Um, of the guardian who watches over their child on the outside. Um, that's often a family member. And so I do, you know, distinctly remember, um, you know, on one of these phone calls where I'm asking the guardian about the child and, you know, what kind of book they would like, what their reading level is, things like that. So we can really target the book to the child. Um, mm -hmm. the, you know, it, it was, it was a mother, um, watching the child on the outside and like, you know, at the end of the call, I always ask, like, do you have any questions for us, any comments? Um, and she, you know, she actually broke down crying and was, like, very grateful for what we were doing because, you know, she had informed me that, like, you know, the phone calls are so expensive in prison and they haven't been able to communicate much. And this just, like, really meant a lot to her. And so that was a really touching story for me. Um, another one that I remember is I, I mentioned how we send photographs of the child back into the prison system. Um, we've been told several times um, throughout this project from the incarcerated folks and thank you letters they sent back to us that the photos that we've sent in of their children have often been the only photos they've received of their children or have seen their children at all. Um, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. You know, some of these people have been um, incarcerated for so long, they've never met their children outside the system. Um, and... <laughs> Sometimes we've given them the only photograph of that child they've seen. Um, behind the scenes, the work isn't super glamorous. It's a lot of detail-oriented data entry. It's the, um, the phone calls, wrapping hundreds of books, stuff like that. It's, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not uh, easy work and it, it's like long days sometimes. But like when you hear that stuff on the phone or when you read it in letters, it makes it all worth it because it really... Um, it makes that impact so real when you, you know, hear it from that family member or read it in that letter. Yeah, I, th I think that's really amazing. I mean, kind of sad too when you think about it, but the fact that you guys are able to provide those chances, not only for the families, but those who are incarcerated is, you know, uh, I think a really amazing, you know, public service that you guys are doing. And just in general, you know, what is the Strauss Foundation? Can you provide any sort of general information about, you know, the funding that you received? Right, right. So the um, the Donald A. Strauss Foundation is a public service um, foundation founded by the Strauss family. 
um, and it looks to um, uplift student leaders from California. Um, and basically every year they um, they take applications from the UCs plus I believe Stanford, um, Pomona, a few other private universities, um, LMU, and they select 10 to 15 public service projects which they um, they find to have good student leadership and a strong social justice um, or other cause and they give funding and a scholarship to the leader um, who's running the project and so they give about 10 to 15 per year and I was one of the scholars selected for the 2021 school year. That's great too. Speaking kind of of like having a team and, and you know all of the work that you're doing do and it's totally fine if you can't answer this but do you have an idea of you know what this project is going to do with the funding that you received? Yeah, um, in a general sense. So because we accept community donations and we like to, you know, give Second Life into books, um, recycle them through the community, um, you know, for the environmental aspect, um, we don't very often have to purchase new books with our funding as that can get quite expensive. Um, so, you know, actually like the majority of our funding goes to purchasing supplies for our book mailings and the postage for actually sending the books th through the mail. Funding as well, certainly we have to purchase a lot of these kind of, <laughs> you know, tissue paper, gift wrapping kind of supplies, um, as well as the postage. But the, the Strauss Foundation has been very generous in giving us this funding. and. Um, you know, with our current expenses from what I'm looking at over here, it looks like we should have funding to be able to continue to serve kids for at least another year um, with our current rate of demand. That's great. That's really fantastic that you kind of have that, you know, financial guarantee that you can keep helping these people out. How would, you know, people who are interested maybe in being a part of your organization as volunteers, how might they go about that? Totally, yeah. Um, we are all about involving the community, like I said. Um, if you're interested in volunteering, I would recommend you check out our website, which is wallstobridgesproject.org. Um, again, that's wallstobridgesproject.org. Um, there, there is contact info on there on how to get involved. And um, yeah, hopefully we can, we can bring some more UCSA students onto the team. I guess I could take this um, opportunity um, to mention that, you know, we, we are like mostly UCSC students, UCSC alumni, um, volunteers working on the project. And we very recently expanded to recruiting volunteers from San Jose State University as well. And so um, I've been on the project for a while, but of course it's not a solo effort. I'm very grateful to my team, um, you know, of volunteers who work just as hard as me, who um, you know, allow the project to keep, keep going. And um, they're right with me, moving boxes, um, taking books, wrapping them, everything like that. You know, I'm very grateful for the kind of environment it provides. And I, I don't know that I would have been doing this work if I had en ended up at a different school. Um, I think UCSC's focus on public service and, you know, making a difference in the community is like really awesome. And so, you know, I would encourage other banana slugs, like be it my organization or a different one, um, keep looking for ways to get in, uh, get involved in the community and, you know, work on things you care about.
For more information about volunteering or donating to Walls to Bridges, go to their websites linked in this description, which also provides contact information for further questions. Thank you again to Matt Siosin for making time to speak with me about this award. For more Slugcast episodes or updates, follow DSAS on Instagram at ucsc.dsas or on Spotify.